When it comes to health, fitness, performance especially, there's one key thing that will help to elevate your performance, and that's listening to your body. But the fact of the matter is that we're not all the same, and we all know this. The way we respond to things, training methods, nutritional habits, we respond differently. Our goals are different. Our perspective on training, exercise, even life is different. We have different life experiences. We have different ideas about certain things. Although there are many differences from mental state, emotional state, even how we adapt to things physically, we have a lot of similarities like basic anatomy, basic physiology, how our body does adapt to certain things. But these unique differences will determine how training, nutrition, stimuli will affect each and every one of us, especially with performance. And that's what I'm gonna talk about today, so stay tuned, you won't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone, another episode of the HNL Movement Podcast. Before we get started, It's been very fun for me, very enjoyable to record all of these different episodes, talk to different guests, share their stories. So if you like what you're hearing, please, it would help me out a lot, would mean a lot if you could go on Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast. Give me five stars if you enjoy what you're hearing and also leave a comment. This will help with the growth of the podcast. So please take a few seconds to rate it and leave a quick comment. I would love to hear any feedback that you have. This week's episode is all about listening to your body. And the fact of the matter is listening to your body, that is a learned skill. A lot of times if we don't practice this, don't pay attention, don't create some basic awareness, we don't even know what our body's saying. And this can improve as we practice this week after week and years of practice to make sure that we're really in tune to how our body's responding, how we're recovering, how we're actually progressing, in our sport or whatever whatever performance that you're trying to achieve. So when you hear something like listen to your body, where do you even start? How do you listen to your body is probably the biggest question. And what does this mean? Basically, we're trying to get more in tune with what your body's signaling to you. And like I mentioned before, the more that you practice this, the more that you'll be able to actually listen to your body and do the things that will help your body to perform in life and improve the quality of your life. So your body is equipped with so many sensors, signals, feedback to alert us if something's going good, if something is preferable, or if something is maybe a problem, pain, we're getting hungry, maybe we have some injuries, maybe you have some excessive tightness, whatever it is, our body is equipped with all of these internal signals that's telling us what is actually happening in all areas of our body. The one thing is that we actually have to pay attention to this. We have to create some awareness. But oftentimes we lose a lot of the sensitivity of what our bodies are trying to tell us because of various reasons and various things that we're doing or sometimes not doing in our lives. For example, a lot of times we get on the fad diets, the diets that are really structured, really telling you everything to do from A to Z. And it kind of takes away 
that skill of you actually paying attention to what your body is telling you, especially when it comes to how your body's responding to nutritional habits. And diets beyond that, sometimes it throws off our actual signals, our internal signals that tell our body what our bodies are really craving or needing when it comes to nutrients, when it comes to hunger cues, when it comes to meal timing. You know, all of these things, because the diet is doing it for you, you tend to lose some of this sensitivity as to relying on your internal signals and those cues to tell you what kinds of nutritional habits might work best for you. Another example is with injuries. A lot of times I deal with a lot of injuries on a daily basis. I see a lot of various injuries, not only what has happened in the recent past, but sometimes this is years before they've had injuries. And what injuries really do is that they disrupt how efficiently our body communicates back up to our brain. And oftentimes it changes the strategy of how we're going to move. It changes what muscles are tight. It changes the strength component, the coordination component of how we're moving. So in a nutshell, injuries that we haven't properly addressed and taken care of, they disrupt that communication between our muscles, our joint, our body, proprioception, and back up to the brain. So these are some of the causes of why we lose that sensitivity of what our body is trying to signal to us because of various things that may have happened in the past, various habits that we've created. And what we need to do is try to get our body to actually work as efficiently as possible so that we can actually get the signals from our body and that will help us to listen better to our body. There's so many things that you can pay attention to on a daily basis and it's learning how to recognize what is your body telling you in various situations with various aspects of your life. For example, recovery. Are you able to tell when you need maybe a little bit more recovery, when it's time to back off on training, or maybe when it's time to, you know, get that nice nutritious meal or snack so that you can function the rest of the day? Also sleep. Sleep is a big one. And this goes beyond just getting more sleep, right? The amount, but it's how is your body responding to, are you getting a good night's rest? Um, What are some of the factors that are affecting if you're able to sleep or not? the quality of your sleep especially. Moving on, things like stress. We need an appropriate amount of stress, but is your body able to cope with stress? Are you able to tell when you need to do strategies that will help you to alleviate some stress? Also moods, mindset. Are you listening to what your body is telling you emotionally, mentally? And of course, when it comes to training, the physical aspect, right? Are you actually going through workouts and being able to focus on what the intention of that workout is. Are you able to feel your muscles working? Are you able to feel certain stretches being effective to help you loosen up, help you to recover more? Are you able to tell after a workout what kinds of things will help to alleviate some of the soreness that you built up through the workout? Are you able to counteract fatigue? Can you tell when to push more or lay off a little bit and back off for that session? And lastly, going on with nutrition. Nutrition, there's a lot of things that we can do to listen to our body to help us determine what strategies or habits work better for us. Even something as simple as appetite. Are you really hungry? Are you actually getting physically hungry? Are you stress eating? Are you more emotionally fatigued? Are you bored? You know, all of these factors play into the simple, simple concept of 
appetite and how much we want to or need to eat. And our body can actually tell us what we need or want at that certain point in time. So it's all listening to your body's cues in pretty much all these different areas of your life. All of you have gotten the gist of this. So it's basically how do we do this now and what are some of the tips that will help you to listen to your body more get that practice and develop this skill so that you can get more benefit out of training you can make all these other aspects of your life work better and to of course elevate your performance because that is what you want to do so here are four tips that i have that will help you to one make these internal cues hopefully more sensitive so that it can give you better information and two to build some habits and build some awareness so that you can actually take this information and start to figure out what types of action steps work a little better for you so let's go into these four tips that i have so the first tip that i have is actually having some way to assess what's going on a lot of times what we remember what we might be feeling, our emotions, our mental state, sometimes that alters what is actually happening in reality. So an assessment is going to be more objective. Look at some objective data. And this is just to show you, this is what's actually happening to my body. What are some of the outcomes and results of some of the things that I'm doing? And this is a way that you can actually take some of the information and determine what might work a little better. So it's making sense of everything that's going on and what is actually happening. So to give you some examples, these are things like, of course, health markers. When we go and visit our doctor, taking blood pressure, objective measurements like weights, maybe body composition, um, vital signs, heart rate. We have a lot of wearable technology now in fitness and I'm for and against it, but it's really good if you use that information like an assessment, just taking objective data to see what kinds of things affect your body. But I'm not for it if you rely on it very heavily because then you kind of lose that sensitivity again to what your body is actually telling you and your internal cues. So remember, there's a fine balance with everything. Other types of assessments might be movement assessments. Go see a professional, see how your body is actually moving, see what kinds of things you can tune up. And that's what I do on a daily basis. Also, another big topic, especially in recent times, is sleep. You know, there's a lot of trackers that give you some insight as to how you're sleeping, duration, quality, and how that's affecting your daily life. So looking at some of these assessments, objective data to give you an idea of how certain things are affecting you on a daily basis. So that's the first step. Look for some assessment, get some objective data, and utilize that periodically just to check in with what is actually happening and what you think is happening. The second tip that I have is awareness a lot of awareness. Now you're going to take all of this objective data and start to connect the dots. Start to connect the dots with some of your daily habits and see how is that working for you. One of the real basic tools that I like to talk about with a lot of my nutrition clients is this concept of just a quick mind-body scan. And we all can benefit from this. Now to explain what is a mind-body scan, basically just take some time in the day Even three to five minutes will go a long way. And sometimes it's just reflecting, it's being introspective, it's also taking in how you're actually feeling, 
physically, mentally, and emotionally. And just take this time to reflect on, hmm, what kinds of things happen and how is that affecting my physical, mental, and emotional state? And can I make some correlations and connections with all of the things that I've experienced in the recent past? Now, the key thing with the mind-body scan or awareness, and this is hard for everybody, even myself included, is just feel what you feel. Accept what's going on and it's not placing any positive or negative connotation on it. Nothing is good or bad. Basically, just accept it for what it is. It is what it is. Don't judge what is happening, what you're feeling, what's going on. It's just part of the process. And if you can take that step back and just build some awareness, connect some of the dots of how things are affecting your body, that will go a long way. And that is one of the key concepts to build this skill of listening to your body. Let's move on to the third tip. So the third tip is now that you have some awareness, you might have some objective data. Now it's understanding that your behaviors consistently, that's how it's affecting what's going on on a daily basis. So for example, we want to look at what behaviors, the things that we actually do on a daily basis. We want to see how those behaviors are affecting our overall life, especially when it comes to performance, right? So you want to look and reflect and check in on how are these behaviors working for you? And that question alone will oftentimes tell us maybe we should try to tweak it a little bit. Maybe we should try this a little bit. And you want to do it in a way that is very feasible, realistic. I talked about this before too. You're ready, willing, and able to do some of these things on a daily basis. It shouldn't be so stressful or something that is just unrealistic for you to do consistently. We want to really focus on building consistent behaviors because the fact is when we start to practice behaviors over and over, these will turn into habits, hopefully healthy habits. So let's go into an example. Let's say after your workouts, you notice that you're really, really, really sore and you're taking a long time to recover. Maybe you've noticed this for a while now with the awareness. Maybe even with an assessment, you notice that it takes extra long to warm up before I get into my next training session. Or more objective, maybe certain muscles, I lost range of motion. Like you can actually measure that. So now you're starting to think, okay, I'm always getting really, really tight after my workouts, taking long, long periods of time to recover. What can I do either adjusting my workout? What can I do to alleviate some of the muscle soreness? What can I do to help me recover more. So let's say you're looking into things and you start to realize, hey, if I do five minutes of mobility work after these workouts, you know, sometimes it might seem like, oh, that's so little. How can that make a difference? You'll be surprised if you start to do that consistently. Maybe that five minutes, it becomes very beneficial and it turns into 10 minutes over time, over maybe a few months. And you start to notice that, hey, that's helping you get better workouts because you're getting better workouts, you're getting, you're actually getting more in condition with the workouts. So your muscles are getting stronger. Maybe that's starting to indirectly alleviate some of the tightness, but even more importantly, your consistent habit of either rolling, doing some mobility work, stretching after your workout, that is something that you realize provides a lot of benefit. Before you know it, months, maybe years down the line, it's a good habit that you've 
incorporated into your workouts. And that's what we want to do. We want consistent behaviors that actually turn into habits. And we can talk about this with pretty much any area that we mentioned before. It could be in the recovery area. It could be in the uh, training area. It could be in the sleep nutrition department you want to focus on what types of behaviors you can actually incorporate and practice consistently so that is the third tip consistent behaviors that eventually turn into healthy habits the last and fourth tip that i have is to have a support system a lot of times we need someone to talk to even or someone that is going to in a good way, a positive way, make us accountable to carry out these action steps, these behaviors, these habits. So talk with someone that is in your corner, is there to support you, and is there to help you achieve more and reach all of your performance training goals. This could be with a coach, a trainer, a therapist, a mentor, even your spouse or your friend, someone that you can actually share some of the things that are going on so that you can actually One, you might be able to get a different perspective, but so that you can actually share and express some of the things that are working or maybe not working. And, you know, it's just another shoulder to lean on. So you want this good support system. So to recap, these four tips that I have is having a good way to assess, getting some objective data to see how things are working for you. The second thing is awareness, and that's probably one of the biggest tips that I have is to build awareness and do that mind body scan like I said a five minute mind body scan will go a long long way the third tip is practice and build consistent behaviors that eventually turn into healthy habits and then the fourth tip is to have a support system have people that you can talk to that are in your corner that will help you to achieve more and achieve all of your goals that you set out Overall, this takes a lot of practice. And the more that you actually pay attention to what your body is telling you, listen to your body, all of your past experiences, the more that you actually take care of your body, the better your body will be able to communicate to you. And that will all aid in this process of listening to your body. The more awareness that you can create, the better your body will function and the better you will perform in all of your activities and just in life in general and that is the ultimate goal we want to do things that will elevate your performance so this again it's a very basic concept you've probably heard it many times before but hopefully these tips will help you to listen to your body even more make your body more sensitive to communicate the things that you need to actually take care of your body better That's all that I have for this episode today. Thank you again so much for listening. I have a lot of different topics that I want to share about, but if you ever have a topic that you would like to learn more about in the realm of sports medicine, rehabilitation, injury prevention, to strength and conditioning, or to sports nutrition, please just reach out to me. I would love to hear any feedback or questions that you might want to hear more about in podcast episodes, or even if it's just a quick chat back and forth. You can communicate with me on social media. You can find me at HNL Movement. And also on my website, you can contact me by email through my website, hnlmovement.com, or directly through email at andrew at hnlmovement.com. Also, check out my website. If you haven't already, sign up for my newsletter. You can click the Get Started button. 
And that will have you sign up for my newsletter. And in return, you will get my free ebook, Essentials to Elevate Performance. And I have a lot of tips in there too. It's a quick read. And give me any feedback if you do end up reading my ebook. A lot of things are coming right around the corner. And stay tuned for more. I'm putting together a lot more great content and podcast episodes for everybody. So I hope this is something that you enjoy and I definitely enjoyed doing it for all of the listeners out there. Again, I will be back here same time, same place next week. Everyone have a great week and remember to listen to your body, pay attention to what it's telling you and start to create better and healthier habits that work specifically for you. Take care everybody, stay healthy, aloha.